Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to OTR Sports, the sports spinoff show of Off the Record Podcast. You're looking at the dynamic duo today. It's just me and OTR Brandon rocking real quick. We wanted to get one in before the game started. What's up with you, B? How you doing? What up, what up, what up, what up? Before we kick off, man, I wanted to say that this show is powered by, of course, Crossover Media, the place where you can get sports and culture in one place. Again, like I always say, we're not looking for seats at the table. We're building the table, people. Where, um, where, <laughs> So, again, you know, we kind of late. We kind of late rocking off today. So, of course, we're gonna switch up a couple of things. Usually, we start in a whole nother place. We usually start with the NBA playoffs and things like that. But because the games are about to start, we are going to jump into the OTR NFL Pick'em. Right. So, right. real, real quick, week four, Quan who is not here with us today. Quan is still, he's still, this is the, out of the three weeks we've been doing this, yes, it says week four. We didn't do week one. Quan has won two out of the three weeks. So I don't know what's going on. He, he's looking a lot better in this than his NFL Washington football club, <laughs> or whatever you want to call him. So he won the week. And the overall standings, he gained a game. I was one game behind him going into last week. Now, He's gained two games on me in the lost column. So shout out to Quan. He's still in the lead some kind of way. He's doing this thing. So anyway, we plan on him losing that this week. <laughs> right. He'll get so, no W's this. No, we got his picks. <laughs> we got, he, did, he did throw his picks in before we started. So um, we'll share those last. <laughs> yeah. Let's rock. Let's rock and roll, Brandon. Let's let's get it popping. For sure. So. Starting off the week, we have Carolina traveling to Atlanta, 1 p.m. kickoff. Who you got? Oh, um, I got Carolina this game. I got, to, but I think I got to be in a close game. You know, Atlanta looking for their first win, but Carolina squeaks it out 27-26. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Carolina. I think this is uh damn, I can't even think of the coach's name in Atlanta, but I think this is his last game. I got Carolina 21-17. Um, next we got what could be a pretty good game, man. We got the Raiders traveling to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. 1 p.m. kickoff. Who you got, B? The Chiefs, I have. I have the <laughs> Chiefs 34 21. That's right. I should mark you down for the Chiefs every week because you said you pretty much go pick them every week. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel the same way unless let's Patty go down or something like that. So I got the Chiefs 30 to 21. Hey, make sure you uh you re- you got your if you don't have your scores down, write them down. I'm having trouble with this sheet right now. Okay, I got them. Next game we got Arizona traveling to New York to face the Jets. 1 p.m. kickoff. Who you got? I got Arizona 27-13. Yeah, I got I got Arizona. Actually, I got Arizona 27 to 10. I think Joe Flacco's starting today. Oh. Yeah, he is. My old my old quarterback here in Baltimore. So good luck. Yeah, I think that's gonna get ugly. Twenty seven to ten, Cardinals on my book. Um, next game we got the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to short travel to F- Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. One p.m. kickoff. Who you got? I got Pittsburgh pulling it out. Twenty seven twenty one. Yeah, I got Pittsburgh twenty seven twenty four. The Eagles are just. I think they could play with anybody, man, but they just so up and down. So I think Pittsburgh looking like a well-oiled machine right now. So I got them winning that game. Next up, we got the Los Angeles Rams coming close to us, traveling to D.C. to face Quan's Washington Football <laughs> Club team, whatever their name is. 1 p.m. kickoff. <laughs> Who do you got, Brady? I got the Rams, 37-9. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Speaking of that, I got the Rams 24 to 14. But, you know, real quick, and you can jump in here on this too, uh, Brandon. Mm. I wish Quan was with us to talk about this. But I think, you know, what they, that debacle down there in D.C., what they mm-hmm. did to the young boy Dwayne Haskins is mm-hmm. it's typical Washington mm-hmm. football club, Washington mm-hmm. Redskins. It's typical. They – this boy has started what eleven games. He's had two. He's had two coaches in that time, and they they already smearing them like they did 
with Robert Griffin mm-hmm. and all the rest of them. And I damn, I should have loaded up the meme. It was a meme of Robert Robert, Robert Griffin, Griffin. <laughs> talking to the, talking to get the Haskins. Yeah, the get out thing. Man, it's just a shame, man. And we always we we tease Quan about it. We have to tease them about it for a long time now. But like, it's the truth, man. It's what they do down there is a mm-hmm. shame. So, well, the the night they drafted him, I said they were going to ruin him. Yeah, they're going to ruin him. I wanted Haskins for the Giants. Uh, we got Daniel Jones. Uh, the verdict's still out on him, but I like Daniel Jones. But I wanted Haskins at one point, but they 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 ruined him. He got to get out. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. It's a mess. Moving on. Moving on. We have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Who you got, B? I got Baltimore in this one. Uh, it, not a route, but uh, 34-13. I guess you could call that a route. Yeah, Bengals players typically play as tough. I don't know why. No, Joe. I don't. I'm not sure if Joe Mixon. I think he was at least questionable. Yeah, I think. I think he's. I think he's going to play today. I think. Okay. He's, okay. Yeah. So I got it being. I got it being a little more closer than I would like it to be, but I got Baltimore ultimately winning 31 to 20. Uh, next game, we got Jacksonville traveling to Houston to face the 0 and 4 Texans, who just fired their coach. Who you got, B? I got the uh, Texans rallying around Romeo. And pulling this one out 23-20. Yeah, I went with the Texans again like I've gone with them the last few weeks. <laughs> it's hard to bet against Deshaun Watson even when they're losing, yo. I don't know why. Yeah, I, every week I've, I'm like, all right, this going to be the week they, they get it together. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do this again. I got Houston 24-21 getting their first dub. Uh, the next game, the first 4 o'clock kickoff, we got Miami traveling to San Francisco to, ch- to face the 49ers. Who we got there? I got this one being uh, a closer game than what people might think, uh, but I still had San Francisco pulling it out, thirty-one twenty-three. Yeah, man. We got. Speaking of the Forty Nineers, there we got we got my man Akeem in here, who's a Forty Nineers fan. Check out his Forty Nineers Empire uh, podcast; it's dope. And we got my man Baylor the Greater here. He rocking with Raider Nation. Show. Sure. We got our Cali brothers out here, up in here, man. And then we got my man. Dre, Sportsway with Dre Day up in New York, man. What's up? Shout out to y'all, man. Thanks for, for checking us out. Um, I think Jimmy D, Jimmy G and them are back, man. I got San Francisco 28 to 20 this week. Getting back, you know, to themselves and looking like the Super Bowl contender that we that we thought they would be coming into well, San, this uh this this season. I was gonna say San Fran's uh they they uh they DBs a little beat up. I think Miami might yeah. be Take, take advantage of that a little bit today. Yeah, that's why I gave Miami 20 points. I think they – Miami, yo, Miami's scrappy, man. Yeah. They they play – they tough. You yeah. know what I mean? They they come into the week with nothing to lose, and I think that's on the coach, you know, Brian Flores. Has, over too much, though. Yeah, but I think he got – I think Brian Flores got them playing. He got them coming in there with the, like, yo, look, we ain't got nothing to lose. For sure. So let's go out there and play hard. So. Yeah, I got them. I got them making it tough, but I got for the 49ers running away with it. The next game, we got the Indianapolis coach traveling to Cleveland to face mm-hmm. the Browns 425 kickoff. Who you got, B? I picked the Colts in this one. I did this the other day. I'm not sure why I picked the Colts because <laughs> I'm looking at the screen thinking Cleveland, but I have down here the Colts. So I'm going to go with whatever my first instinct was. I'm not sure what that was. Uh, but I got Colts 23-13. I must have thought I was looking at another game, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, I got the Colts, man. I've been picking them pretty consistent over the last three, three, four weeks. So I got I got Indy winning 21-20. Mm. We don't know what Browns team. You know the Browns got a lot of talent, man, but sometimes Baker is Baker, and he turns into a turnover machine. So, Well, the Colts got to move the ball. And yeah. The ain't looking too great. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I got to win him by two possessions, but hey, I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, next up, man, we got your boys, the New York Giants, traveling to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Mm. Four twenty-five kickoff. Who you got, B? Um, even if I thought Dallas was a better team, I'm still gonna pick the Giants. There's no <laughs> way I'm gonna be, pick the Cowboys. I just can't do it. Uh, Twenty to seventeen. I got us winning today. Got our first dub. 
I yeah, I I couldn't see you picking against your team two weeks in a row. I, I figured you would definitely go with the Giants this week, but I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. 24-21. Shout out to my man Eric, who's been texting me, reminding me that I used to be a Cowboys fan before the Ravens got to Baltimore. There you go, Eric. It's on the record. I said it in front of everybody. Hey, Cowboys offensive line is beat up today. We got we got a top five defense and yardage. I think I think our defensive line gets after him today, boy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I can see that. I can definitely see that. The A20 game, man. We got the Vikings traveling to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Mm. You got me. I got I got the Seahawks. I think this is gonna be a close one too. Um 34-27. Yeah, man. Minnesota is that's another team that's like talented, expected to be better than they looking right now. So you again, you don't know what team you're gonna get with them. But I got Russ, man. I'm gonna go with Russ and the C the Seahawks. Russ looking like the early MVP. So I got the Seahawks 27-21. Mm-hmm. No, no, no Jamal Adams. I think Seattle missing a couple guys back there. I think Thielen, he he's a beast. He might be able to take advantage of that, put some points on the board. But yeah, I'm going Russ too, like you said. Yeah, you know Kurt though. We seen Kurt well in DC. <laughs> Captain Kurt. <laughs> you no, know, he's he's good for he's good for a, a Kurt moment. <laughs> Monday, man, we got a doubleheader. Well, no, we don't. We don't. We don't. It was a scheduled doubleheader, but the Denver and New England game has been postponed to next week due to COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID running through the NFL like crazy, like we spoke spoke about last week. Mm-hmm. So we do have – we still have on Monday night the Chargers uh, traveling to New Orleans to face the Saints at 8-15. Who you got, B? I got the Saints. 34-20. Yeah, I went with the Saints. I got the Saints 27-21. The Chargers, man, they've been putting up points. That young boy, Her- Herbert, Justin Herbert, whatever his name is, been looking good, man. I- no Austin Eckler. Yeah, but, you know, my man Tyrod, he keep getting bad breaks, lost his starting job again, but the young boy's been doing well. So, But I got New Orleans pulling it out at home. Now, this game, which is will be a Tuesday kickoff, I'm not sure. Right now, it's still on the schedule to happen, I think. Yeah, it's still on the schedule to happen. But this morning, there was another positive test for the Tennessee Titans, who's had positive COVID tests all through the last two. So their facility just opened yesterday. It was shut down again because one of the coaches tested positive this morning. So I don't know if they will face the Buffalo Bills on Tuesday or not. But we can pick it anyway, if you would like, Brandon. We got the Buffalo Bills traveling to Tennessee mm-hmm. on Tuesday, a Tuesday kickoff at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Who you got? I got Buffalo, 31-17. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills, man. The Bills look good, man. I got – it's too much going on in Tennessee, and I don't think this game is going to happen. But if it does, I got Buffalo running away with, running away with this 30-20. to 20. So that's how – in the East. That's how NFL picked them. Pick them. I do. Oh, let me throw Quan's picks up here. This, this, this is going to be funny. This will be funny. Y'all tell me if y'all can read this shit. This is Quan. We, we really think that Quan yeah. got his son Jordan to write down his picks for him. <laughs> <laughs> but believe it or not, Quan has picked against his team again this week. So it's two weeks in the world. He got the he got the the Rams beating Washington. He got Pittsburgh beating Philly. Arizona beating New York. KC beating the Raiders. I think that's Jacksonville beating Houston. Yeah. Baltimore beating Cincy. Atlanta getting their first win against Carolina. I noticed that. I noted that. Uh, he got the 49ers beating Miami. He got Dallas <laughs> beating the Giants. <laughs> He got Seattle beating many. Uh, he picked the New England game, but that's not happening until next week. He got New Orleans winning in a close one against the Chargers. And he got Tennessee beating Buffalo if they play. And I think he's missing a game. Cleveland, right? I thought he said Dallas sucked. That was his re- – like when I picked Atlanta to win last week, yo, they lost to the Cowboys. They suck. <laughs> but he got them putting up 24 on us today. Yeah, he, he – uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure he was just picking against. Picking oh, yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Gen- that was a generous score. <laughs> he, was pick- he was picking against y'all. So, yeah, man, we we wanted to get that in just in time before the kickoff of the games. But I, I do, I did want to rap to you about the NBA playoffs. 
and I, I got, you know, I got my resident specialist, okay, senior insider waiting in the in the waiting room. So I want to get him in here to talk about the NBA playoffs. Everybody, welcome the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Alex. What's up, bro? How you feeling, man? You know, I was pissed the other night. I tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. So Alex, man, I know y'all. Those that follow Lakers Central podcast. And follow follow Alex on, on Twitter, man. He got a special bottle ready to crack when these boys win this championship. And I say win because I think they're gonna. It's it's just a matter of time. I think I actually think it's gonna happen tonight. So uh, Alex, let's start with you, man. Just give a couple thoughts on the game the other night, Friday night. What you think went wrong? Uh, what you think they could be better? And what do you think gonna happen tonight, man? It was a tight game. My, Miami's a good team. I said that coming into the series. They weren't gonna like. They weren't gonna go down without fighting. They fought, and Jimmy Butler's played exceptionally well in the finals. He's been unbelievable. I would have preferred if they started the game with AD at center and Markeith at power forward rather than Dwight. I think Vogel made a mistake by playing a little too much Dwight, but the game was close, man. Lakers had a shot to win, and then it was like four possessions at the end. They couldn't score get any separation and then comes down to a last shot and Danny Green you know and he had his Robert Ory moment you know what I'm saying like he could have that was it and he he short-armed it and Markeith for whatever reason tried to get it back into AD didn't realize that Danny was still behind him open LeBron was on the wing open I mean they had a shot man they had a shot they end up turning turn the ball over at the end so I read the two-minute report and then they said it was they, the foul um that they called on, on the Lakers that put Jimmy Butler on the line. He shouldn't have been on the line. I probably didn't need to read that. You know what I'm saying? Because that doesn't help. But those free throws put them ahead, and it's just like, oh, yeah, but I was Friday night, I was pissed. So I, I'm not a Lakers. I, I do want LeBron to win. I do want him to get his fourth. But watching basketball, I am a basketball fan, and watching this, man, like, I don't know about you, yo. If you're a Lakers fan, I'm sick of Danny Green. Like, <laughs> I understand – you know what he's done in the past. I've understand. I understand he's hit back big shots in the past. He's a two-time NBA champ, but yo, he hasn't done much throughout this bubble period. So me personally, I would have liked to seen Kuzma on the floor, mm. and maybe KCP being that guy at the tape at, at the at the top of the, the wing or the arc to hit to be there for that shot if it's there. Because KCP to me has been balling. They didn't have any more timeouts. That was another issue. They were all out of timeouts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, you know, Marquis had his – he had his J.R. Smith moment. He had a brain yeah. fart. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you know what it looked like, yo? It just looked like – so Danny Green, it just looked like, okay, he didn't want that shot, right? But he's been there before, but it just looked like he, he didn't want it. But Marquis, it just looked like somebody that's never been there. You know what I mean? And he froze. With, yeah, with that much riding on it, like he totally, totally froze. And I get what he was trying to do because I don't know who was guarding AD, but get, AD had him had he a had position. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he was gonna turn around and dunk that shit. But the pass, I'm like, bro. Like, the way the, <laughs> it was only six seconds left. Time was ticking. Like once you can't get it in, KCP was open on the wing. Danny Green was behind him. That was open. LeBron was open on the other wing. Like. Or either that or just pull up and shoot the jumper yourself. Like, yeah, don't turn yeah. the ball over. Yeah. Don't turn the ball over. Last thing. Last thing you want to do there is turn the ball over. So uh, I know, Brandon, you say, I know you say you didn't really get a chance to watch that game. But I will say, yo, it was a great game. Like, that was that was basketball. Jimmy they Butler, were balling. Yeah, LeBron Jimmy and Jimmy Butler were going at LeBron it. LeBron was going at it. And, I mean, mm. if you won a game – you want an NBA game, you want an NBA uh, closeout game, you want an NBA finals game, a playoff game, whatever. You want that type of game. Because them dudes was going ham. And it was it was great to see. Um, I think Jimmy has become a superstar before our eyes. I think LeBron is showing the world that, yo, y'all say what y'all want. I still got it. I'm still that dude. And it is what it is. You know what Look, I mean? Look, man, you, you can't let guys like – Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson yeah. have 17 and 18 points in a close in a potential closeout game. They can, 
but they're also young players. And in a potential closeout game, when you have the Lakers with a veteran team, you're supposed to be the ones that come out on top, right? Like yeah. Jimmy can be Jimmy, but everybody else, like Bam only had seven points. Mm-hmm. You can't. So if you're shutting Bam down and, but Jimmy's still Jimmy, you can't let the other dudes on the team beat you. They, they, Miami only played seven guys that entire game. Mm-hmm. That Dun- Duncan Robinson is that dude. I was saying the whole time watching the game to myself, like he's that guy in the <laughs> that you play in the, at the the sports club that yo you don't expect to be nice, but he hitting <laughs> everything, and you he's that guy that you want to like do a hard foul on because like <laughs> he, he had that he had that four point play towards the end of the game. Kuzma fouled him shooting a three, and he hit the three, and I was like, yo, yeah. It's like he he yeah he he's that annoying player that you play against that you like yeah you look at him coming into the game like man this motherfucker ain't gonna do nothing and then he hit shots like that shoot. yeah I mean he he, he, he can shoot and he's tall so like he has a high release point yo and it's accurate it's it's not yeah. easy to block especially if you get it off quick yeah but I I agree with Alex like you, you can't you can't let them cat you can't let him be one of the two. You might be able to let do something, either him or Hero, but not both. So Lakers, Lakers got to come out focused tonight. Like, don't let this get to a game seven, because then all, all the pressure will be on the Lakers. Like at that point, if Miami wins or loses, no one's going to care. But if the Lakers melt down, that's like all the pressure is going to be on them. They need to close yeah. it up tonight. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think they will. But I agree with you again. They got to close out tonight because. They'll hear it for the next couple of days until game seven about how they melt down, how they about to lose, how they let the league go. They they don't want to go into no game seven dealing with that. So I think they close out the night. LeBron had 40. You can't let a LeBron – like the way LeBron played, you don't let those kind of games go to waste. Like that mm-hmm. was a typical LeBron closeout game. He yeah. balled. Yeah. You can't let that go to waste. Yeah, and I was thinking that too when we last spoke about how I brought up that Boston game <laughs> when it was the opposite way around. It was a closeout game. The Boston was up. It was a closeout game for them. And how he came in there, he balled like that. And every shot he took, it seemed like uh, it, was, it was going in. And that's how I felt going into – that's how I felt with that game, game five. Like, he was he was, he was was locked in. So – I, I, I do want to say, like, there, there have been some fans, like, that have threatened Danny Green's wife and all that. Like, you're lame. Like, man, I wish he would have hit the shot. I'm one of the biggest Laker fans around, but, like, threatening his wife and, like, the, yeah. the bullying and all that nonsense. Like, look, that's un- that's uncalled for, man. Like, what if somebody came to your job and, and every mistake you made, was it was broadcasted on TV every single day? Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, no, that, that that is lame. That's when people take it a bit too far. Like, come on, bro. You, you got a little bit too much time on your hand when you you doing that type of stuff, trying to mess with the people's family and – Sending hate messages and like, all right, yo, come on, bro. That's 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 a bit too much. So I wanted to ask you, Alex, what's the injury update on AD? I know it was something going on with his foot or whatever. Um, he hurt his heel earlier in the playoffs, but he banged it on. I think Duncan Robinson's knee and reaggravated it, but he gonna play. I mean, at this point in the season, unless you like something's broken, you got to be out there. So. That that was another thing. Like that was why I thought it was important to close out Miami on Friday. Like you, all these games, and you can't keep playing. But also for Miami, like Jimmy's been playing forty five plus minutes every yeah. night. I, I mean, he looked when he, when he after his um press conference, he was like, you saw he was gingerly walking and limping. Yeah, he and like was, he was, yeah. he looked like old man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, yeah, you saying that talking about the injury, talking about AD hurting his foot. There was a moment, I guess it was the second time, where he reaggravated it after the initial time when he went down. And he was he stayed on the floor, but he was running up and down the court, limping and, and ginger. Would you rather him on the floor half of what he is, or would you have wanted to see him taken out? Because that me watching the game, I'm like, all right, yo, he's not helping. Because now AD at 50% is better than a lot of players in this league, right? But a lot of the times it was four and five coming down the court because he, you know, he was slow to get down there. And then on a the defensive end, he just couldn't move, you know, laterally as quickly as he usually is. And a lot of the times 
he was up top facing Jimmy or whoever whoever had the ball up top. So you watching the game at that moment, would you would you have liked to see him taken out at that moment? Or was it, yo, we gotta we gotta ride with A D at that moment, whether he's fifty percent or not? No, I, mean, I was cool with them waiting for the, the timeout. But I think they called a timeout after the one where he was kind of like laying on the floor and got him mm-hmm. out the game. And he came back in and he was limping. But then as he kind of warmed back up, then the limp went away. It's the finals, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he got he got to go. And if he can't, then he can't. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, well, you need to sacrifice. Nah, if you can go, go. If you can't, then you don't go. They asked a lot of him. Like, he, you know, he played Jimmy well the night before, uh, the game before. And it was a lot to ask him to chase Jimmy around all game long. I mean, he can do it, but I think that takes its toll on him also. So they got to close out. I mean, I really hope they close it out tonight. They got they need to close it out, not mess around. Yeah, I'm with you. You just had to hold your bottle for another day, day and a half or whatever. Yeah, You're still on ice ready to be cracked. You still got your bottle ready or ice ready to be ready to oh, be cracked. Yeah. It's sitting on the bar, man. Like that that last possession, I was standing up and Shanae like he had like the fireplaces in front of her. She moved it, then she moved the table behind me because she's like, All right, they hit this shot. I don't know how he's gonna react. And of course they, you know, the game ended the way the game ended. And I was I was dejected. I was just like, I yo, I can't honestly, I don't know if it's like an age thing. These games take their toll on me in a way that I don't recall them doing when I was like twenty. <laughs> Right. Yeah. The stress yeah, you know, is crazy. You know what that reminds me of that that picture we had of Ood when uh Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> up against the wall like <laughs> Yeah. I mean I yo it's true, yo. Like last year, you know, we were at Quan's house watching the, the playoffs with the Ravens facing the Titans. You know, it was supposed to be like a party, but you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, y'all was there, we ended up drinking I ended up drinking my sorrows away that night, <laughs> but it does hit you a little differently now. Like it's like, damn, yo, I can't. I don't know how much longer I could take this type of uh, you know, this type of heartache over some sports. But well, I'm a Knicks fan. You've got a long way to go. <laughs> so, Brandon, you what you what you thinking for the night, man? You any predictions on the night? Game six, another closeout opportunity for the Lakers, man. You think they get it done? I think the Lakers are gonna win the championship still, but uh, they like like Alex said, they better hurry up and do it. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, LeBron. I'm not worried about LeBron. It's it's all the rest of the guys. Uh, you guys mentioned Markeith crumbling, uh, Danny Green not hitting the. Sh- I I think Danny Green. I think a little bit higher of Danny Green than than what you guys well, well than what you said, Mike. But I, I actually wouldn't mind him taking you know a last second shot, but. It, it really depends on you know the supporting cast around LeBron. LeBron's gonna bring it. It's it's time for them to win. So I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Lakers win tonight. I, I, I'm gonna say tonight you know LeBron closes it out. It's a close game and and he takes over at the end. So yo another thing you just you just reminded me again. I want to get both of your opinion on this. Do you think the backlash that LeBron is getting now is warranted about him not taking that last shot? Well, how would he have taken the last shot? Like. You mean the one Danny Green took? Yeah, well, they wanted – so you have people out here saying that when LeBron drove to the basket, which mm-hmm. they draw two people, no matter what, being double teamed or not, they would have wanted him to take – they wanted him to take that shot. Look, man, look. Danny Green was, like, wide open. Wide open. Wow. All right. Look, LeBron ain't Kobe, man. Kobe probably would have pulled up and taken that jumper with three people on him. Well, and that's it, okay. I had to cut you off, and it's funny. I wish I had loaded it up, but there's a picture of Kobe taking a shot with four people around him, and they're like, this is what I wanted LeBron to do. I mean, look, it's like Magic Johnson isn't Michael Jordan. Like, people aren't the same, man. And so to if he had forced a shot up, cool. But then if he had forced it and missed it, they would have been killing him for forcing it and missing yeah. it. <laughs> like, it doesn't even matter. Danny Green was wide open. They got the look that they wanted. They even got the rebound afterwards. So yeah. to, to reduce it to LeBron just didn't take a shot. You know, that's that's lazy. That's true. They did get they did get the rebound. I think, you know, again, we said it last week. LeBron is damned if you do, damn if you don't. You know, I wouldn't yep. have I wouldn't have been mad if he took the shot. I do think he, like you said, if he'd have took it, forced it up, 
and it was a bad shot and he missed it, they would have been killing him either way. I think LeBron is the type of player to make the right play over forcing the play, right? And and what he did was the right basketball play. He drew two people and had one of one of his better shooters wide he wide open, open. wide open. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I actually would prefer Danny maybe to swing it one more time to KCP in the corner because, to Brandon's point, KCP, he's played. Look, KCP has stepped his game up. He's yes. been more reliable than Danny Green has. Danny Green is streaky. He's always been streaky. But last year in the finals, I believe he shot forty five percent from three, and he just missed a wide open shot. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I get the people that are saying like, yo, you, you live and die with your, with your king or whatever. <laughs> He made the right basketball play. Like he lived with it. He lived with it open. I mean, he had his guy wide open. And I seen, I seen Brandon. I actually seen the comment that you made on your brother's post about, you know, Michael Jordan making that same pass to Steve Kerr, or to and John, John and John Paxson. And John Paxson. Yep. So it just so happens they hit that shot. Now, yeah. If Danny know, Green hits it, we having it, a completely different conversation. Right. So. I don't know, man. LeBron, let's get it done, man. LeBron, get it done, bro. I can't. I I can't handle. I drank half a bottle of tequila yesterday. I can't. I I can't handle a loss, yo. Like I just can't. LeBron, get it done and get these people off your nuts. Yeah, go ahead, B. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, as an NBA fan, I personally wouldn't mind seeing Miami pull off an upset, but I am also a LeBron James fan, and I just. I, even if he wins, he's not going to quiet the you know the haters. But I I, I want him to win so badly because of that. <laughs> like yeah, it, it's yeah. got it's yeah. not going to stop, but it, it's it's ridiculous. There was some there was some other NBA news uh, news that we didn't really get to speak on last week, but I wanted to get you guys to speak on it this week. There was an NBA hiring on the low, mm-hmm. not on the low, but you know it happened pretty quickly. You know, Doc Rivers is the new coach of the 76ers. What do you guys think, man, of this hire? Does it work in Philly? Now, let's assume that he's rocking with the same team that he has now. Because you know there's talk out there now that this team won't be able to win together, that they need to move Embiid or Simmons. Let's say that they don't They don't move. Let's say they stick with this squad. Is Doc the right guy to get these guys going? Or... Do you think Doc and them need to move one of these kids, one of these kids? I am not a Philly sports fan, so I want to see them break the team up. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, if if New York didn't have Mitch Robinson, I actually I still wouldn't mind having Embiid or Ben Simmons. Uh, but no, seriously, like I, I think Philly is, is going to be, I mean, still be a, a team to to reckon with in the East. Um, I think they will be better under Doc Rivers. I'm not sure what they need to do, you know, personnel-wise. You've got you got two players who can play. I mean, Ben Simmons, he can get to the rack on any given moment. He don't necessarily need to shoot. And you got Embiid, who he can score. If if it was me, if I was the GM, I would try to find a way to make it work with both of them. I'm really not interested. I really wouldn't try to trade either one of them, but. Especially now that I got Doc Rivers, give it at least a year. See what happens. Yeah, I think you give it. A, I think you give it a year. Doc's a good coach, man. I mean, he, he's he's a good coach. There's talk of them like moving Simmons to um the Timberwolves, so because the Timberwolves have a high draft pick, and maybe they end up taking um Lamelo Ball. But at that point, and this is we're going into Embiid's seventh season. So if you take if you take a draft pick. I mean, that draft pick's not going to be ready with, along the same timeline as Embiid is. So that doesn't make sense. Then there's talk of actually moving, potentially moving Embiid to the Clippers for like Paul George. I don't – give him a year. Maybe give him an all-star break. I don't know. Give him something and see if it works. But they don't – I mean, they, I don't know if they fit well together. I mean, Embiid don't – I mean, Embiid probably shoots a little too much. Simmons doesn't shoot at all. Yeah. Like, look, Simmons is really just a more athletic Alonzo Ball. Man, that's that's what he is, and so he's been in the league now what four or five years, and at some point, like LeBron's jumper wasn't great at all when he first came in, but mm-hmm. he's over time has gotten way better. Simmons' jumper hasn't improved at all; like he just doesn't shoot. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know what you do with a guy that just won't shoot at all. 
he shot it a little bit more this year. I I would I would, <laughs> I would say he's a little bit better than just a, a more athletic Lonzo Ball. Like his ability to finish around the hoop, you know, especially off the break. Like I I don't think Lonzo Ball has that same ability. Um, I mean, but that's I only because I he's a lot of players. Right? Well, he is six. He, well, I, well, it is an advantage, but I mean, the, <laughs> not a lot of players can you know can finish around the hoop the way sometimes he does some shots that a lot of other players just. If you attempt to do it, you, you you sitting on the bench. But, you know, so I, I would give Ben Simmons a, a little bit more credit, although I don't think Lonzo Ball is a bad player. I think this year is a make or break year for, for – well, not make or break, but it's kind of – it'll probably be a pivotal year for Lonzo, and I think he'll get better. But in any case, I if if I'm in Philly, I, I try to make it work. I, tr- I think I, – to me personally, you know, watching on the outside in, I think when they lost J.J. Redick, I thought he was like a key piece to – uh, the team that they had a couple years ago, you know, they had the outside shooting. They they had the inside outside. And I thought when they lost him, I thought they started to trend downward. I don't know. Maybe, was, you know, they had some things that they had to do GM wise. But JJ has come out recently and tweeted that. Did he? They shouldn't have let me go. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I thought I thought they they I thought they trended down. It was, I was surprised that they let him go because it was the money. That big contract extension they gave Tobias Harris. And yeah. then um, what's his name? Uh Al Horford. Yeah. What 20 mil per? Something like that. Yeah. They made the wrong move. I mean, Al Horford is a I would I would like him on my team as well. He's a good player, but I think JJ Reddick was a piece that they needed to keep. They needed to find other pieces and keep JJ. I well, they needed they need shooters around Ben Simmons and Embiid. Yeah. And Reddick is a heck of a shooter. Mm-hmm. So and mm-hmm. a, a great veteran. So I, I don't I you know. They they gambled went went the wrong way. Yeah, I mean they had Jimmy Butler too, right? (laughs) Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy was the problem. Remember? And and to be honest with you, I think Jimmy just needed the right pieces around him too. But Philly, I mean, hey, they get. I don't know how you get rid of Jimmy Butler. Is he that? I mean, damn. (laughs) This is a couple things with this this Sixers team. Allen Brand is the GM, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you know these players, these young brothers. Getting getting shots at being ex players, getting shots at being DMs and front office jobs and stuff like that. The Al Horford signing, Al Horford healthy, Al Horford being the Al Horford and that he was in Boston. It's not a good fit. Mm-hmm. It, it was never a good fit. So it just seemed like they started signing players because they could. It wasn't about fit with them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that that Al Horford thing. It, it just. I don't know. That that didn't work. Letting Jimmy go was a mistake. Mm-hmm. That was a huge mistake. What happens was with beefing with, with the other stars, somebody's got to go. Well, well, but see, this is what happens with Jimmy, right? Jimmy calls out these players, these young players yeah. who don't work hard. And that's what he was seeing with Simmons. That's what he was seeing. But him and MP That's what he saw in Minnesota. Yeah. Him and Embiid seemed to be cool. So he must have been beefing with Simmons. That must have yeah. been with him. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing in Minnesota. He calling out, call after, call Anthony Towns yep. and, those, and those Andrew Wiggins and those cats. It, it, it's not so much of him being a problem. It's him like, yo, y'all got to grind. Like, I'm grinding too. Like, we out here. Like, I'm making just as much money as you, if not more, and I'm work- and I'm out working. He's trying to win a championship. And-, and I think that's why he likes this team because – they're they're a group of guys who, you know, he's the only superstar on the team. They're a group of guys that all work hard, and I think that's why he likes this. That's why he he's doing so well with this team. But Philly, I mean, even the Tobias Harris time, it just felt like it was something they they you know a move that they felt they had to do because yeah, because they traded they they traded draft picks to get him, I believe. Yeah, it it, it, it just seems like I I put it this way, it, it doesn't seem like it's is as much or any rhyme or reason behind the moves that they've made over the last couple of years. And that's the moves that they've made and putting pieces around Embiid and, and Simmons. I'm with you, Brandon. I think that it can possibly work with the right coach. I, I've said that on some of our text threads and some of our conversations that was off the record, pun intended. But I, I think that it took the right – I think it takes the right coach. So I'm with you as well, Alex. Like. Give it a year or give it to all all star break, see what they can do with each other. 
They're going to give it a year because if, because if it doesn't work this year, then ownership's going to start looking at Elton Brand. Yeah. Because black, yeah. because black GM's got a short leash anyway. So he's yeah. going to have to, I mean, this will be the year, right? Otherwise somebody's got to go. Yeah. And, and, you know, to piggyback off of that, just like I said last week about certain players in the NBA, the, the cuteness is wearing off in Phil. They are, yeah. people are looking for results from this team now. And the process and, is over. Yeah. That, that whole, all of that trust the process shit, people trusted it for a couple of years now and it hasn't done anything. So now the first move was firing the coach. So that buys them a little bit of time. Oh, it wasn't. The, it was the coach. The coach wasn't doing what he's supposed to do. So now they got Doc. Doc comes in, championship coach. He needs to do something with this team. If he doesn't, then you're right. Either they're going to be looking at Brand. They're either going to look at Alton and blame him. Or they're going to have to make, you know, they, it, it's going to be a move that has to be made. Now, I've also heard rumors that the, the Warriors are trying to get, get in beat. <sighs> So, so if that's if Damn. they pull that off, you know. Damn. Yeah. So that that'll be. I don't know, man, but it'll be. I, I'm sure Philly's phone is ringing off the hook. I'm sure a lot of people are inquiring and, and testing and, and seeing just how much Philly is actually in the game and, and willing to trade one of them. But. Well, well, you know, Philly, Philly's been a lot of the, the leash might be a little bit longer than than we think. Because, you know, Philly uh, for a while, you know, during this trust, trust the process thing. And and prior to that, Philly wasn't Philly wasn't really contending for nothing. <laughs> if Philly just got nice within the last, you know, few years or so, you know, yeah. even when Embiid and, and, and Ben Simmons was first there, mm-hmm. like they they were. They were rotating. They would get. They were just collecting picks and picks every year, and it just seemed like, yo, what you, you know, what y'all doing? I was enjoying it because you know the Knicks weren't winning either. But you know, they only they, the leash might be a little bit longer because they are better than they were before the trust the process. <laughs> Part of that whole trust the process was okay. They drafted Embiid, right? Embiid needed what two seasons. Mm. They, they sat him for two seasons with the injury. Yeah. And you, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons starts the season. Then they got to sit him. Then they had uh, uh, Nerlens Noel. They had drafted him. Then they remember they had, they had, had Fultz too. Markel. Yeah. Okafor. Yeah. And like, they traded up to yeah. get Fultz because remember they could have stayed at three and t- taken Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh, just a just a rash of mistakes there. This I, sounds I, like the Knicks. I, I and think, they had Drew, and they had Drew Holiday. Remember? See, the Knicks will we'll draft good players. We'll just we'll just trade them away. Like, <laughs> so that's why I mean that the trust the process thing. Like, I just think that cuteness is wearing off in Philly, and, and they showed more this year in the playoffs when they when they exited early, like they did. Don't you y'all know. remember the the league stepped in because they were purposely tanking, and that's yeah. what got Hinky removed, <laughs> and they then they installed a. What's the two dudes? Uh, Colangelo, his, him and his son, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then it was Jerry Colangelo's, uh, Brian Colangelo's wife leaked like uh, uh. player info on Twitter, like the medical information, and then they had to be outed. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a, it was a mess, man. And I just think that I think it's wearing off, man. Like Simmons and Embiid are considered two young up and coming players on their way to. Superstar, you know. So it's just, it's just time. It's just well, time. something else. Something else to watch for. Ben Simmons is rep by Rich Paul, mm-hmm. and if Philly don't get right sooner or later, we know Rich Paul will do whatever Rich Paul needs to do for his client. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Wow. And I'm really? not talking about getting him into LA or anything. I'm just saying there's only but so long where a Rich Paul client's going to sit there and they not competing for championships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just Philly shit. I, I think the cuteness is worn off in, in, in Houston with Harden. Harden you, Harden, you can score all the points you want. You win as many. You, you can do all the, the, the step backs mm-hmm. and all that shit. But yeah. yo, whoever lands there, they talking about Jeff Van Gundy. And Jeff just won coach. Yeah, well, they, they saying that. I, now, I've heard. I know they, 
they have started like Vernon Maxwell and some of the older players are starting the movement. They trying to get Sam Sam Cassell back home, Sam to get that job. I do want to see Sam get a job, but I don't know. I just don't trust ownership there with, with that oh, whole for Cheetah. Oh yeah. no, I, 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 I think I don't know if you know that would be a good first job for Sam with that damn ownership and, and everything going on with Daryl Morey and all of that crap. But yeah, you said it last week, Alex, with the Greek freak cuteness wearing off, bro. You got two MVPs, defensive player of the year. Like, it's time. People want to see you in the finals, bro. You know what well, I'm saying? Look, like, next, his, he's got one year left on his deal. So people are going to be asking him every day next season, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. The Bucs don't, don't win a championship. I mean, I, I don't know if he leaves. I, I don't know. But clearly Miami is lusting after uh, Giannis. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's evident. He's so, lurking. Miami's lurking. So... I don't know. It's going to be interesting, man. But I tell you what, I don't know if people, I don't know how many people feel this way. But I think the the bubble has, it has re, it reignited the fire of the NBA for me. I don't know about you guys, but I'm more, now I'm, the bubble has kind of like got me like, okay, yeah, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next year. I kind of fell off from the NBA, you know, a couple years. You know, I felt like the NBA got stale a little bit. Especially, I'm going to tell you what was doing it for me. Like, I got tired of like, seeing Golden State and Cleveland in the finals. Like it's like, all right, yo, like it will be a good year leading up to the playoffs, but then it would, we would end the year with the same two teams and it's like Yeah, you already know. You you've got to wait eighty two <laughs> games and four rounds of playoffs to, to see the matchup that you knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Six so, months ago. Yeah. So it got a little stale for me. But you know, this being a year where we're seeing two different teams, even though, you know, we're seeing LeBron is still there, but we're seeing two different teams. I, I, I don't know. I'm feeling the NBA. I'm back to feeling the NBA again. And I think the bubble has played a part in that because I think we have seen good basketball going on in the bubble. Now, I want to ask y'all this and then we can wrap up. What do you say to the people saying that this bubble is nothing but L.A. fitness basketball? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. The, the critics of the bubble, the critics of this championship, because as soon as LeBron wins it, they're gonna say it was, it was in the bubble. What do you guys think? What do you guys say to those people that that's that's questioning what this final would be, and it, you know once it's won and, and just bubble basketball period. Man, you ask ask those Heat players or the Lakers players. Clearly, they're playing hard. Like this isn't. Just because fans aren't in the stands doesn't mean this basketball is any less important. And I'd argue that the mental toll it's taking on these guys, they've been in the bubble over 90 days. That is a long-ass time to be away from majority of your family. People talking that nonsense, they probably picked up a basketball day in their life anyway. <laughs> what, what do you say, B? I don't really have much much to say to folks. Like It's, it's not rational thinking i mean if you're just not interested you're not interested that doesn't make it any less important to the to those involved or those who are interested so stop drinking the haterade take a nap yeah listen man you you've had a couple players come out and say i think one was meta world peace that said like this is probably the hardest championship to win right because you know it's mentally what these players had to go through. Like you said, Alex, being locked away from your, from your family for three-plus months, having to be in one place, not being able to move the way that you want to move, you know, just being around the, the normal, you know, your normal life. Like, they're in Florida, right? So people's like, yo, it's Florida. But at the same time, it's not their home. They're in hotels. Yeah, I don't think, like, we, we've all traveled for work. And like the most I've ever been away from my home is I think a week or two weeks for work. And after a couple of days, even though I've been in nice hotels, you're like, yo, you want right, to go home at a certain point. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's been three months, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, you know, three months and can be, you know, away from your family. You know, they, they let some family come in, but they're still, you know, other family you ain't seen. You ain't seen your mom's. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't seen that type of family. So you might not see your brother, your sisters. So 
for those people that's that's knocking the bubble, man, mm-hmm. saying this was an easy ride and an easy road for whoever wins the championship, I think that's bullshit. You know, remember what these kids, these cats are going through. Yeah, yeah, just imagine putting yourself there, like Alex said, you travel from work and you don't see your family for three months. Cut it out, quit it. It's bullshit. Enjoy the basketball, man. You start asking basketball. people how many championships they got. <laughs> right, because you know what's going to happen. When when it's closed out, when the when it, when the playoffs are over, there ain't gonna be no basketball. Then people gonna be bored out their fucking mind. They gonna be wishing that they had bubble still. Well, they got the NFL, right? And, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how long that lasts because COVID is running through the NFL right now at a crazy crazy pace. But we'll see how that goes. We'll talk about that next week. I think that's the show, fellas. Anything in closing y'all want to mention? Anything you got, Brandon? No, again, just uh, be on the lookout for that Spillard episode that we recorded. Uh, We're going to be releasing the the 50th episode, Mike. I'm pretty sure you're going to hit on all of that. I'm just about to go and uh, and relax and and, and watch some of these games and spend time with the message. All right, all right. You got anything in closing? Nah, man, I'm just getting ready for tonight. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> Save some of that pizza for the night, eh? <laughs> I'm feeling a, I'm a little famished right now. I need to need to stock up. <laughs> that damn t- tequila kicked my ass. <laughs> well, I'll say this in closing, man. Enjoy, enjoy your Sunday fun day, man. You got a got a full slate. You got the NFL. You got the NBA Finals uh, coming up later on tonight. Enjoy yourself. Be safe, people. Hey, shout out to y'all that's listening. Shout out to y'all that's tuned in. Listen, follow us on our social medias. Follow us on Twitter, OTR underscore pod. Follow us on IG and Facebook at OTR underscore podcast. Follow Crossover Media on all social media platforms at Crossover365. That's all I got, man. Shout out to y'all, man. We love y'all. Check, oh, check us out. Check, check. Let me, let me, hold on. Let me throw this in here. I gotta do, I gotta plug. I gotta do the plug. Gotta, plug. gotta do the plug. Let me throw this up here. Check out Off the Record Podcast. Find us on all your streaming and listening platforms. That includes I, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever you want to call it, Spotify, Stitcher, all of the above. Check us out. You can also catch these, the audio version of the OTR Sports on there as well. That's it, man. We out, y'all. Peace.